Welcome to Fuck Me Dead Podcast. <laughs> this is weird. The only show that's something, something, something. <laughs> Man, sounds. Why are you trying to do ASMR? Because I like ASMR. Please stop it. Hello and welcome to the Fuck Me Dead podcast, the podcast that brings you the stories from Australia and its buddies that just make you say, fuck me, dead." I'm Amanda. And I'm CJ. <laughs> yeah. Are you ever going to say, like, the fuck me dead part not weird like that? Or? Probably not, no. Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> Come to your live New Year's Day, apparently. Yes, it is. It is New Year's Day. It's not Day. New Year's at the it's moment. It's not New Year's Day for us, but when you hear this, it will be New Year's Day. Mm. <laughs> 2020. Um, so we're probably hungover. I would say, at this point, by the when time it goes live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. I hope not. I don't really want to start the year off with a hangover. Me either. I think I'm I'm just going to like have some Canadian Club and Dry, and that's it. That's mm. all I'm going to have. I don't know what I'm going to have, because I'll probably be driving, so. Oh, yeah. Got to get you a car license. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> you want to teach me how to drive just so I can drive you drunk, because is that what it is? That's it. <laughs> Well, what else has happened in the past week? Uh, how was everyone's Christmas? Ours was pretty quiet. And... Yeah, I liked it though. Yeah, same. We just ate a lot of food, looked at Christmas lights. Got attacked by cats. Got attacked by cats. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the other alternative is I just start earning more money because then I can just pay for Ubers and not have to worry about it. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I've never really like taken taxis. So Uber, like I don't use Uber either. Mm. Like I've only ever been in Ubers when I've been with you and that's it. Really? Yeah. I've just never really used them. I just usually get like a train or a bus or whatever and mm. that's it. Yeah, so I'm actually doing two stories this week. Okay. Um, I had three, but at the last minute I changed my mind because I realized I didn't quite look into the one I was going to do. Uh, and I thought it was a really recent thing that no one had heard about, but it actually occurred a few months ago. And I do vaguely remember hearing about it on the news. So does that mean you still want to do that might, story at a later date? I might do it at a later date. We'll see. But I was more, I was coming from the angle of like, this has happened and fucking no one's talking about it. Kind of thing. <laughs> and no one's talking about it because it happened six months ago. Yeah, six months ago. <laughs> I thought it was a recent thing. And I didn't really research. Well, there's a lot of loose ends. That I could have probably found out answers for. Right, it's been okay. six months, so I'm like, so. <laughs> it's New Year's Day. You don't want to spend your whole day listening to podcasts. We'll cut it short for you this week, okay? <laughs> okay. So I guess since I have three stories, I should probably go first then. That would make more sense. Okay. This story is, ugh, it's kind of horrible, but it's crazy at the same time. So um, I got this story from the Daily Mail Australia, and it was written by Alicia Rouse. Your favorite news story article produces. <sighs> They just post weird shit, and I love it. I know that's a tabloid, essentially, and it's mm. trash, sort of. I found one new new site this week while I was looking for it called The New Daily. I found that this week as well. Is that new? Because I haven't heard of it before, and it hasn't come up in my searches before. And it's only had, like, six articles. Yeah. And I couldn't scroll apart. There was, like, no option to scroll. I'm finding that a lot, actually. I'll search up old news stories, and they'll only have, like, one page, and I'm like, where's the archives? Why can't I go back? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They do things weirdly. Anyway, back to Alicia's story. My heart breaks for this man. But a 60-year-old Chinese man has fallen onto the tracks in front of a moving train at Sydney's Town Hall Station. This article was posted on the 17th of uh, December, so it wasn't that long ago. I do think I vaguely remember hearing about someone already getting hit by one of Sydney's new trams. Yeah, loads of people have been hit by the new trams because people in Sydney are stupid. I can say that Yeah, as a person from Sydney. <laughs> 
People used to get stuck under the tram. You know the one that went outside, um, like, where the markets are? Yep. They used to get hit there all the time. People, you got to look both ways before crossing the road. I know you're from Sydney. And, and if there are tram head. tracks, that still means a vehicle can go through <laughs> yeah. there. If you think the world revolves <laughs> around you and you're immortal and you're the main character of your story, you're not. You're just some pleb. <laughs> the tram isn't going to fucking stop for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, people who get hit by trams usually aren't as injured as people who get hit by a train. Well, you know, they are slow. And trains are a bit bigger. Yeah. It's also a lot easier to stop a tram, I think, than a train. Yeah. Because um, I was actually reading when I was looking for stories that a man got hit by a tram in St Kilda, like, last week. Mm. That happens in Melbourne a bit and as well. And I have to admit, like, since moving here, and we've been here for Eight. ten months. Yeah, shit. Okay. Um, and that's the first time I've heard someone getting hit by a tram. I know, so. I know Sydney Roads. Pretty bad for it. Oh, really? That doesn't surprise me, though, because there's a lot of, like, foot traffic around there. Yeah. That's the reason why I think the whole street's only 40 kilometers an hour. Anyway, back to this poor man. Um, he slipped just seconds before the train pulled into the station, and even though he desperately tried to crawl back off the tracks in time, he had both of his feet severed. Oh, no. Did no one try and help him? Seconds before a train pulled in. Who the fuck was going to help him? I guess it's hard to react. Yeah. Just try and pull him free. And so, like, obviously... Think about it at Town Hall. It's quite far down. It's not like you could just reach down and help the man if he was on the ground. Mm. I, I I genuinely don't think there was anything that anyone could do to help this poor guy. Uh, he obviously sustained significant injuries after no. the train crushed both of his feet on the rails. Yeah. Ah, fuck. It's expected he'll lose them both. Well, they would be pulp, basically, wouldn't they? Ba- basically, yeah. Ugh. Poor guy. Like, seriously. I mean, he's he's only 60 as well. It's not like he was an elderly man. Like, I when I read this, I'm like, my feet hurt, for one, just thinking about it. But, I mean, that could happen to anyone. That that could literally happen to anyone. You don't relearn how to walk. At least, oh, no, because feet would be annoying because you wouldn't... You wouldn't be able to walk. I said, unless you got, walk. like, prosthetics. Yeah, that's feet prosthetics. Yeah, you can yeah. fake feet. I wonder if we get cyber feet now with movable toes. I feel like that's not really a thing. But you'd want that ankle motion. Yeah. Although See, this is the thing, like, I don't know how... How it works. Well, like, how f- like how much of his foot is damaged. Is there going to be enough for them to attach stuff? To- mm. I don't know. Because you really... Like, I guess the one you need most is, like, that ankle bit to roll around mm. stuff. I know, like, I've seen something where someone was paralyzed, like, from the ankles down, and they had, like, weird braces that did the movement of the foot for them as they Yeah, worked. we watched that thing about that um, fitness model who was yeah. um, paralyzed from the ankle down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I knew I'd heard about something. Yeah. <laughs> That was kind of crazy, yeah, but, but I guess... good for her, she, um, she came back from it. But because he, his feet will essentially be missing, I yeah. don't know how that works. I was telling you about how I was watching that thing on YouTube about the girl who had her finger amputated, and even that was crazy to me, and that's a finger. Mm. I can't imagine what it's like when your feet are missing. Ooh, that reminds me of one of the stories I did want to do that was in Queensland, so look out for that <laughs> next week. Um... Man, I, I just, I feel so bad for this guy because, I mean, if you've ever been to Sydney's Town Hall Station, mm. one, it's packed always. This is about midday. But I mean, if you think about the underground station, yeah. it's always packed. It doesn't matter what time of day you go there. Yeah. It's always packed. It's full of people. Um, there's no barriers to stop you from falling. Um, but this was a tram, so he's above no, ground. No, this is a train. A train? A train. Oh, I thought it was a tram. No, it's a train. Right. This all makes way more sense why no one tried to help pull him out. Yeah, that's why when you said that, I'm like, how is anyone going to get to him? Oh, they said tram. But then I said when you're on the platform and you can't reach down because it's quite low I down. I thought you meant the curb and it's like, <laughs> it is like five feet away from me, the ground to bend down, you know. It's, 
No, that's not what I meant. Quite high okay, up. Okay, think about the platform yes. at Town Hall Training yes. Station. That's a lot different. Yeah, you can't reach down and get that guy. And he would have been it's stuck t- down there and everyone else yeah. would have just been hearing him scream. So I think what tried to, what, what he tried to do is just to like push himself back against the wall to try and get out of the way of the train. Yeah. Which I've often thought about if I fell on the tracks, where would I go? And you can, There's like space, I reckon, where you can hug in there. Yeah, because the there's usually, the like, ladders and stuff, so there usually is a gap for people. the platform sticks out a bit as well. It does. So there is a gap for people to get in if they had to. So I, I think that he's thinking in that panic to what was probably less than, like, 30 seconds, was that if he got close to the platform, then mm. he'd miss it. But obviously he didn't get there in time, and it crushed his feet. <sighs> Doesn't that just make the story so much worse for you now that you know yes. it's a train? Well, I mean, I was picturing his feet getting smushed into the tram rails and making like a cookie, like a like a cookie kind of mold thing. So that wouldn't have happened. No, oh. no, it really just would have been crushed. All that screaming echoing through the train station, yeah. and everyone else won't be able to see it. Yeah, they all think he was down there dead. Oh god. Yeah, no, it's a poor guy. Quote from emergency services. They didn't tell me who it was at emergency services. Thank you for that. Well, That's everyone pretty job. much would attend for that. Yeah, so um, emergency services were called to the station at about 12.10pm after reports that a man had fallen onto the tracks. He was unable to avoid the train that was approaching the platform and he suffered significant injuries to both feet. He was taken by ambulance to Royal North Shore Hospital for treatment. Now, because of all of this, can you imagine the chaos that would have been surrounding that? Because pretty much every train goes through Town Hall. Yeah. I can't think of many that don't go through there. Yeah. Yeah, it was chaos for travellers in the Sydney CBD as multiple emergency services, so it was police, fire, ambulances, all arrived on scene. One of the other, you know, side effects that I wouldn't have necessarily thought about is that the people who were on the train that hit him couldn't get get off. off. They can't get off. They couldn't get off. They kept it closed, and they had to wait inside the train while police investigated. At least it was aircon, I guess. You'd hope. No, Sydney trains are aircon. And Town Hall Station, it's underground. It's hot. It's hot. Um, so I hope they were all okay in there, but yeah. So, um, so pretty much this incident has sparked more demands for the use of platform screen doors to improve passenger safety. Mm. I feel like people in Sydney have been talking about this for forever. Yeah. Um, because it's actually not that uncommon for people to get hit by trains in Sydney. No, it happens all the time. It happens like, all the if time. If you go to, um, in Hong Kong's and uh, where I've been in Shanghai, their underground train line, it's not even just like a, like a waist high gate. It goes floor to ceiling. Mm. The train carriage is just in a separate tube, basically, and you can't get in there at all until the gates yeah. open. So it's, pr- it's impossible to fall in. Well, apparently um, they do have, um, platform screen doors on the new Metro Northwest line. So, People are just kind of saying, Put them elsewhere. why yeah. aren't you putting them everywhere? I know when I was in Bangkok, they've got them as well, but they only come up to say like maybe your belly button or my belly button at least. Mm. I'm six foot four for reference to people out there. Mm. And that would still prevent a lot. People yeah. could, okay, if they really want to get on the tracks and kill themselves, still going to happen. Yeah. But they're going to do that anyway because the train lines, you can't block off the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Sorry about that noise then. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, you could You're going to stop accidentally in... people falling on there, though. Yeah. But, I mean, like, for the train line, you could walk onto a train line at any point yeah. in between stations. Like, that's not going to stop that. It's so easy here in Melbourne because they've got all those <clears throat> fucking train crossings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've actually been on a train that hit and killed someone um, between mm. Blacktown and Marion. And uh, that was an experience because you can't get off the train. No. Um, and then when you do, it's not at the station. I literally had a fireman pick me up and put me on the ground, which was an experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it does. It happens in Sydney all the time. People, it is quite common 
for people to kill themselves by train. They never report it. So you'll never see it in the media. But I it happens once a week. All the time. Yeah. Um, so people are just like, why aren't you making yeah. these platform screen doors? Yeah, at least a, at the station. If there's ever like really bad delays, you can pretty much guarantee someone somewhere has jumped on the line being hit by a train. Do you remember, I think it was at Milson's Point, that guy who waited at the station and then jumped in front Vaguely, of the train? I think, and yeah. he lived. Yeah. I think I remember seeing the CCTV footage for that as well. Yeah. Um, and he lived. So like... People do hurt themselves on the train lines in Sydney. <sighs> like, just do something about it. Who knows when people choose that way to kill themselves well? Because you're disrupting so many other people. I don't think of it that way because, like, <laughs> okay, do. people, like, on the train, okay, they'll be inconvenienced for a bit, but they'll get over it. I think about the train driver. Yeah, that as well. I think he's never, like, he's going to see that for the rest of his life, and I think yeah. that that's terrible. Why yeah. would you do that to someone else? You're going to kill yourself. Just don't. First, for one. maybe try and get some help. Yeah, don't. Just don't do it. <laughs> to begin don't with. do it via train. <laughs> um, I think the worst thing about this article, though, is that it had photos of the poor man being carted in like a stretcher. A thing. stretcher, yeah. and there's a blanket over him. I'll show it to you if you yeah, want. Right. And it's just all bloody at the bottom. I wonder why. Uh, but I'm like, do you really need to publish that on? <laughs> On a website. That's not too bad. It's not too bad, but you can clearly see what's happening. I'm just like, I'm not going to put that on Twitter because I don't think the photo should have been taken, to be honest. Yeah, that looks like it was taken by a passerby anyway. They shouldn't have published it. Um, Poor poor guy. I hope he's okay. I hope he recovers all right. Who the bill for that? CJ. I didn't mean that as a pun. Like, I'm curious who's going to pay. Is that Sydney, like, the Sydney Rail pay for that or is it on him? I mean, we have Medicare. Yeah, I guess. Who cares? (laughs) It'll so the, the government's paying for it one way or another. <laughs> We're all paying for it. The tax Well, yeah. <laughs> as it should be. Okay, let's not start that. <laughs> I just, because I know that some members of the government are trying to get rid of the Medicare in Australia. Yeah, but private health insurance is um, failing in Australia. So yeah, we'll see how that goes in the future, I guess. Um, so, yeah, my first story for today comes out of Northern Territory from the NT News. Great, great news website. Fantastic. They, um, they had an article, well, someone else did, of like the 20 best headlines of the Northern Territory News of the past decade. Mm. Unfortunately, no links to the articles, but oh my god, <laughs> some great looking ones like, rather than leaving a tip, he left a dump and it was like about a taxi driver. The guy like oh did god. a run on him and left a shit in his car. And they had a canned photo of the taxi driver looking at his vehicle like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'll see if I can find it, I'll send it to you. But, okay. Oh, it was so funny. Um, in my notes here, I've simply called this story Croc Grabber. Croc Grabber. Croc Grabber. Oh, Written God. by David Wood for the NT News. Nicholas Milyari Fitzpatrick grabbed a 1.5 metre freshwater crocodile with his bare hands out of a remote Northern Territory river in his first attempt just to see if he could. Did it go badly for him? Quote, I just wanted to see if the old mob's hunting skills were still there. So he's obviously Aboriginal. Yes. Of some descent. Uh, so 1.5 metres, that's what? Five foot for you out there using Still a fake big units? fucking crocodile. Yeah, 192 <laughs> centimetres is a... So this crocodile's longer than I am tall, just, or but we're about the same. Uh, uh, no. Yeah. Is that like from snout to tail? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and big. So he, basically, he was hearing about, he'd heard stories about how his, whatever tribe he was from, used to eat freshwater crocodile and to hunt them, they'd just go and grab them. But just like jump on top and hug it? No, just like, you know how people, have you ever seen people fish with catfish and they shove their arms in there and then pull it out and the catfish is biting off? Yeah. Like that, but instead they just sort of wait, fly the crocodile the river, and then they just smash down and pick it up. This video. Oh, God. Is he okay, though? Yeah, he's fine. So <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll play you the footage, if we can get to go, hopefully. No ads play. 
There he is, just standing in the water. Okay. But, like, the crocodile would be right there as well. So he would know that he's there. The crocodile would know he's there, yeah. And he's just like, I'm just going to put my hands in and... How is he not fearing for his life already? I mean, it's only a small crocodile. He did say if it was a saltwater, he wouldn't have done it. So it's long, but it's not that big, really. I mean, it it looks like a baby. Or well, not a baby baby, but, like... And he's grabbed it around the neck, so, it's like, it's not going to be able to move his head or anything. And now he's just like... Now what? <laughs> what, do, what do I do with it now? <laughs> Jesus. He, he just lets it go straight away. I'm not, I shoot the crocs just like, well, fuck this. <laughs> fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just, I just wanted to see if I could. Oh, I did. Yeah, so I oh, I actually here. did it. We were just crossing through during our work for the community to community, and I'm a hunter. I grew up out in the bush hunting, and I heard lots of stories about freshwater crocodiles and how people used to eat them. A lot of people in the Roper region, our mob out there, they still eat freshwater crocodiles. I mean, I've had crocodile. It's not bad. I don't I've know what kind of well. crocodile I've had. It's kind of, it's I a white meat. It's sort of chewy, and I thought it tasted slightly salty and fishy, but... See, I didn't get the fishy taste. Mm-hmm. At all. Yeah. It's not, I wouldn't say it's amazing. I'd eat it again. It's a bit blah. I wouldn't go out of my way to get it, though. I didn't find it very um, flavourful. Yeah, I pretty much just ate it because I was to say I'd eaten and tried crocodile. We had it at school, actually. You know really? how, like, in, like, well, at my primary school, anyway, we had, um, you know, days well, where Aboriginals days. would come in and uh, cook us, like, okay. traditional food and that kind of thing. You know, it was meant to teach us about them and how they yep. did things and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, they'd come and, like, cook us. What did we have? Yeah, we had, like, crocodile, kangaroo, emu. Ooh. And something else that I can't remember. I think only one specific part of, like, I think it was, like, the South Australian Aboriginals who had widgety grubs, but I wouldn't really know, honestly. I, I think it was a bug, though. I can't mm. remember what it was. Um, But they also, like, cooked damper and stuff like that. Uh, I'm also just trying to think, would it, do they use, like, a traditional cooking style, or? Yeah, you know how long primary school, how long ago that was for me? <laughs> yeah, so I, I still, can't remember. I still remember when a local tribe came and cooked us a mumu in New Guinea. Weirdly, they I have better that, memories they wrap it all of, um, up in banana leaves, dig a ditch, put it in the ground and smoke it. I was going to say, weirdly, I have better memories of um, having a hungry cooked for me. Hmm. <laughs> but, which is not Australian whatsoever, that's a New Zealand thing. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> yeah, so they were driving down the road and I think he saw like a crocodile in the water, so they stopped him to see if he could like pull it off. Oh god. Um, knowing it was a freshie, <laughs> I wouldn't grab a saltwater crocodile, they're cheeky little things, they twitch back and grab you. <laughs> Look, I'm just going to put a general PSA... Don't grab crocodiles you're not, in general. <laughs> you're, oh, what's his name? You're not Steve Owen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, like, my nephew was filming. I just quickly jumped out of the car and gave him the iPad. So I swimmed on an iPad. Oh my God. <laughs> I had it in my mind. I wanted to grab it because of all the stories I heard. My nephew was pretty impressed. He swears a bit in that video. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. Gee, yeah, I, I can't imagine. <laughs> Yeah, so he just saw it because the water was so clear and he's like, I'm just going to grab that crocodile. Fucking hell. Okay, he does actually have experience grabbing goannas and reptiles and snakes. It's so a translatable skill, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> and I do find goannas quite terrifying. They're huge. Um, they're oh. so big. They are just and they like climb trees. a giant lizard, essentially. Mm. And they're venomous? I don't know if they're venomous. I'm pretty sure that their bite has venom in it. Yeah. But I don't think it's the kind that'll it's kill you. It's bad venom. But, I mean, it's going to fuck it's you probably up. probably, like, full of infections and shit anyway. Yeah, it's going to fuck you up. Like, like and I think they use it for, obviously, hunting. Uh, he claims whatever. he did not have a lot of nerves before he grabbed the freshwater crocodiles. This guy, <laughs> these fucking huge gahonies on this dude. Jesus Christ. He's like that guy in that video where he's, like, cleaning out the snake pit and there's all these cobras and he's just, like, picking them up and throwing them I the remember side. seeing that video, like, what the fuck? What is wrong I with you? Just cobras are safe. <laughs> just keep focused. Stay calm and be quick was what was going through my mind. Fucking hell. 
Like, in my mind, I'm like, what an idiot. But the, the, the crocodile was quite small. Yeah, um, like, I was pretty confident I was going to be quick enough. I let him go, said goodbye, and then we kept on driving. That's the thing about I crocodiles. want to try and eat one of them one day. So that's his next goal, is to grab a crocodile and eat it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, that's the thing about crocodiles. Even the big ones, even though they're big, they're quick. Well, they can be quick. They can, oh, yeah. Not so much on the land, but definitely around the edge yeah. of the water. Where they well, live. I mean... That's the guy was picking up out of the water. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, so some background here on our crocodile grabbing mate. Okay. Uh, he grew up in Barula, and he now drives down Aboriginal communities for Seed Indigenous Youth Climate Network, oh, speaking okay. to bush people about climate change. Oh, well, that's nice. So he does some good work in between yeah. grabbing random animals that are just trying to enjoy <laughs> their day. <laughs> that said, I mean, he's like, I'm going to eat the crocodile. They're not, like... They're not endangered or anything. No, they're not. There's tons of them. They've There's got so pl- many. Plenty of them. In fact, I think they're having an overpopulation issue with saltwater at the moment because they stopped hunting them yeah. and their population's gone huge. Saltwater crocodiles are probably, I'd say they're probably the biggest, most dangerous land predator in Australia. They're not yeah. really a land predator. I mean, but like, they're basically dinosaurs. Not really, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like sharks, you can avoid those quite easily because they're in the ocean. Yeah, like saltwater if, you, crocodiles, if you just don't go out far enough, you're not going to... Encounter so, a shark. Saltwater crocodiles will just like come near you on the land. So yeah, you get those stories every few years where like someone's camping out in the Northern Territory and the fucking croc walks into their tent and takes them in the middle of the night and shit. So in Australia, crocodiles generally only live in the north. Yeah. Um, we don't really get them down south at it's all. Too cold. No. Um, so, I don't think you see them south of like. I don't even think you get them in Brisbane. Yeah, it's more like Townsville. Port Douglas, I yeah, say. you got to be in the tropics. Basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you, if you go swimming at Bondi, don't. You, you don't have to, to worry about. You got to worry about sharks. I mean, yeah, worry about those. But I mean, generally, if then, you're not a surfer, you're gonna be fine. Not even great whites. You're looking at bull sharks. I'd say they're worse. I think bull sharks are worse. Gray, gray, I think more gray, yeah, that too. But grey white, I think, is more inclined to be like, oh, no, nah, that's not very good. I'll go find something else. Yeah. Whereas the bull sharks, just like... Like, oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and they can survive in fresh and salt water. Yeah. So I got a friend who lives inland up a river in, like, Queensland. And, yeah, they get bull sharks off their backyard. Fucking hell. <laughs> I have to admit, I find sharks terrifying, but, I mean, I'm not a beachgoer, so I'm They're fine. little organic submarines. They're really cool. But, yeah, uh, scary. In, in, like... I hate that every time someone gets bitten, even if they survive, we go and kill a shark. Yeah, that's a bit dumb. It doesn't even... They don't know if it's the right shark. We're going to kill it. We're oh, just going to kill one. We'll cut it open. Damn it, it didn't... It's not the one. We'll go kill another one. That'll be it. There are too many things in the ocean here that can kill you in any place in Australia. doesn't matter where you are. I mean, box jellyfish. Can you think of anything more terrifying? And they're tiny. Blue ring jellyfish. What? Blue ring octopus. octopus. <laughs> it's an octopus, not a jellyfish. Whatever. They're all... They all got tentacles. <laughs> I swear this podcast is turning into Dangerous Animals of Australia. <laughs> so I'll change the pace. This is my next story. Not about an animal at all. Man. I was about to say, it depends on your definition, I guess. <laughs> so I got this story from news.com.au. Um, it was actually quite a few articles that had been written by the same person, which was Candace Sutton. This is long. Thank you, Candace. But fuck, it's a story. You might have heard about this because this case has been ongoing for quite some time now. I think it started in like, it was either 2016 or 2017, and I'm pretty sure the court case is still going, so I don't think we have an outcome for it, but... Mm. Okay. So you might have heard of this one. Denise Jane Lee, a Sydney doctor, has allegedly sent a man, Matthew Holburton? Holburton, yeah. Over 9,000 text messages yes. after meeting him on Tinder and having sex twice. Yes, I have heard about this nutcase woman. I'm just like, how does a person... She was a radiologist... So, obviously, an intelligent person, get to this. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't I think, understand. I heard something ridiculous, like 19,000 messages in one day once or something like that. This, like, the 9,000 goes over 
Four months. That's still a fucking lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw a bit about, maybe not the story, but a similar one, like someone got like, it was something stupid, like 10,000 messages in a 24-hour period. Does Means they'll get multiple messages per second for the whole 24 hours or something. Okay. Do you not have anything else to do? Do you not have to sleep? I, I, I have shit I have to do. I don't have time. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> no, they're thirsty. You gotta get that dick. Oh my god. I just, this story is crazy. Like, I think I have some crazy uh, online dating stories. Nothing like this. I mean, apart from that one time I almost got murdered. Whatever. Mm. Um, <laughs> so there are five bound volumes of folders Jesus. that are just texts. Oh my god. That have been put in for the court case. What does she have to say to them so much? I bet she's so, a lot of repetition. I'm going to give you some examples okay. of some texts. This is a handful of obviously thousands. Can we send this to replyguys.txt Twitter page? <laughs> Maybe. Except it's reply girl. <clears throat> yeah. You are going to regret taking me for a fucking ride and being dishonest with me. I will get my revenge. What? I've got quite a few surprises planned for you, asshole. Um, Lady, you don't... calm down. It was two dates. Right? It didn't work it out. It wasn't two dates. Two fucks. It was two fucks. It's different. It's not. Not really. You decided it's not working. <laughs> you don't even know how to touch a girl. <laughs> then what? <laughs> um... I will make you fucking pay what you did to me. I'm not sure what he did to her, but okay. Um, I'm going to fuck your life up. Whatever you value most, I'll target. This woman is psycho. Is insane. And now no one's ever going to date her. I mean, I think she's going to be in jail. Good. So, probably not. Um, or like those guys that write to female prisoners. I'm pretty sure it goes the other way as well. Ooh. There's actually I side. This is a side story, but I actually read an article the other day. It wasn't an Australian one, so I'll never use it. But you can like. If you're an inmate, you can sign up to, like, a personals thing. And, like, people from outside of prison will write to you. Weird. Which I thought was the strangest thing. Like, dating or just like a weird pen pal? I think all of the above. So I guess if you're a bit bored and lonely in prison, you can sign up to this personals thing. And people who want to connect with prisoners will write to you. Weird. Which I thought was strange. Um, but... My prison pen pal. (laughs) It has nothing... Well, I mean, there are. There are Mm. those people that write to inmates who find it... You know, sexy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was a side thing. So, how did we get to this point? How did we get to the point where she's sending him 9,000 text messages? She's psycho. So, their entire relationship consisted of four dinner dates, one home visit, Ooh. and having sex twice. I kind of thought that you might ask me how they had sex two times if they only went to our house once. I was just thinking that. So, the first one. In the restaurant bathroom. Was in the entrance hall landing of her apartment. <laughs> Jesus. So she was that. In, she was she public. was ready to jump on that dick she before she even got in the apartment. God. Um, <laughs> I wonder why he. Like, imagine like this is what she's like texting. Imagine what she was like to be with in person. Well, I think she was definitely. Uh, how many kids are we gonna have? I think she would have been um, in, an intense person. Yeah. Um, but you know, during this time, they sent a lot of texts. But they were pretty normal for something it was like for something like someone you just started dating. Yeah. It was all like just about you know the dates, um, what they liked, and then they did talk about the sex stuff after it happened. So the first date was on July twenty eighth, but by September twenty two, the guy kind of just wasn't really happy with where it was going. Yeah, it sort of seemed to him that he wanted a relationship, but she didn't, which is huh. weird um, considering her reaction. Yeah. Uh, this is a text from him to her. Um, I just feel like someone to feed and fuck you. So I think he wanted more, but he didn't really feel like he was getting more from it. Mm. So obviously this is where it all starts to go downhill. Uh, so that night they sent a lot of texts. It was obviously not friendly, shall yep. we say. She was quite angry 
And it was probably just before midnight when she said, I think the key takeout here is that we just don't gel. So he was trying to end it. He was yeah. trying to just be like, I'm kind of done with this. This is not what I want. But by September 24th, that's two days if you're keeping up with the dates, Lee begins to text things like, who the hell do you think you are? And I'm not going to take this lying down. I'm not sure what she's taking. Move on, Lee. It, it kind of seems to me, because I read a number of articles, it kind of seems to me that he didn't do anything apart from try to end it. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't a serious relationship. No. They hadn't seen each other that much. So he must have known how to touch her. She wants a back that bad. <laughs> must have. Um, so by the next day, uh, he was receiving many more texts and calls from her. Um, and so Just he blocked sent... the number? Sorry? Just block the number. I mean, I've been in that situation before where I've had someone semi-stalk me, and I didn't block the number because I think it was far less scarier to know what was happening than to not know what was happening. Yeah. Does that make sense? Okay. So I kind of understand why he didn't, especially... Because she was essentially threatening him. Yeah. Um, so I guess, again, if something more, if it was to escalate, you'd Your have evidence. evidence as well. So I think he was actually quite smart in the way that he handled it. But she, he sent him, uh, she, he sent her, sorry, a text on September 25 saying, Your behavior is leaving me cold. I officially never want to talk to you or see you again. Please stop texting me. Um, so it took him three days to get over her tantrum. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. But even after he sent that text... She kept going. Dude, I don't know what you're doing, but Matthew met up with her three or four more times. Matthew! Trying to cool things off. I said that in air quotes because what I don't understand. And the last time they met in person was on November 10. So over three months, he was trying... Is that three months or is that two months? Two months, sorry. Over two months, he's trying to get her off his case. Mm. And I think he's just like, okay, if we meet up, maybe we can like actually end it in person and it'll be okay. But that <laughs> didn't work. Um, so in between all of that, between like September to November, she was still texting him um, things. Like uh, one of the ones that they use as an example was, I just want to get even now. For what? For what? Yeah, I don't really understand. Move on. <laughs> Do something else with your day. Uh, so How get- are you this boring that all you have to do is fucking text this dude? Who doesn't even want you? Worse. Oh my god. It get, it gets way worse. Way worse. Um. So it escalates. Uh, <laughs> so she... she starts sending him her period blood and envelopes and shit. Okay, not that. Not Jesus that bad. Christ. Okay. No. No. Why did your mind go there? <laughs> I don't know. I was like, what's some weird creepy shit? No, no, no. So it's not. It's not weird creepy shit. It's normal creepy shit. Okay. Um. She uh, finds out personal details about him. Finds out where he works, where he lives. Oh, God. His boss's name, his colleagues' names, his family, and somehow even begins to GPS track him. What the fuck? And honestly, the way that she does it is kind of ingenious. Um, I don't know how the fuck she thought of it. So he She's used... Psycho, that's how. He, she used... He, well, he, no, sorry. He used one of those apps that when he would cycle in the morning, it would track where he went. Yep. Do you know, like, so that... It would, yeah, like, yeah. it gives you data about how far mm, and how, the, the time and whatever. So she just started following that. You can just follow those? Apparently. And quite often those apps will track you all the time. Because you know how, like, when you get the pop-up saying yeah. always or, like, only when the app's open or never. Yeah. Never pick always. Um, well, I mean, I guess people don't think about it. Anyway, so that is crazy. So she started GPS tracking him through that app and then started sending him the addresses of the places that he had been. That's fucked. You're fucked, lady. Fuck um, off. Arrest this I cycle. don't understand. Like, even if you were jilted that 
he rejected you. I can get that maybe you'd be a bit angry at first and maybe you would send How a couple of messages. How can you angry this long? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, maybe you'd send a couple of messages in the heat of being angry saying, fuck you or whatever. I, okay, sure, I can understand that. Probably shouldn't do that, but I can understand it. This is months of work. You could have found another dude by now. Yeah. <laughs> you could have just moved on with your life. It gets worse. She was telling her friends what she was doing. Probably doesn't have very many friends. It, 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 it gets worse. <laughs> Oh man, I can't I can't believe it anyway. But um so he he found a girlfriend in this time. Good. And he announced the relationship on Instagram. And tagged his new girlfriend. Oh no. <gasps> Who's getting stalked now? Uh yeah. So she started sending threatening messages to her. How did she get her number? No, oh, over Instagram. Instagram. Okay. So uh it was mostly just calling her ugly and that kind of thing. She also started referring to her as the unit. What? I think she was trying to say she was fat. Oh, God. Which I don't think this person was uh, at all as well. So that's just another thing. I think she was just a bit insecure, maybe. Even though she sent this girl all of these messages, calling her ugly, calling her fat, calling her whatever, that wasn't enough for her. (laughs) So she found out her real name and she then... Look, she's gone to a lot of effort. I'm going to say, this is work. She must have really wanted this. Um, She sent emails to up to 127 people, both of his and his new girlfriend, everyone in their life. So family, friends, colleagues, bosses, anyone she could find. And basically sent these emails trying to get them fired and to embarrass them. I hate this woman. Um, And she, I didn't include this in my notes, but she used this thing where it was an automatic email that was just sent out to a bunch of email addresses and then didn't tell you where it came from. But obviously they could track it somehow. But, like, she researched this. She did a lot of work to make these emails happen. She needs to get a life. Why are you so mad? Yeah, I don't understand. Like, what's happened to her to make her think that this was a good idea? I think she's one of these people who's got, like, this perfect ideal life built up Mm. in her head about this is how my life is going to go. Yeah. And she got all the way up through her career projection. She's like, now this guy's going to be my husband. We're going to have kids. And he's like, oh, I'm not into it. Yeah. And that just shatters reality. And she's like, no. Uh, I, I just... Can we set a station it. where like, people can just go like throw tomatoes at it or something? <laughs> well, I don't think she's in jail at the moment, but oh, it's looking like she will get jail time. Um, so hate, she's I, been arrested. I hate this woman so much and I don't even know her name. <laughs> Lee something. Denise Jane Lee, I think it was. Fucking hell. So this is the thing, you know, this woman, she's a grown woman. Denise, you're not welcome to listen to her podcast. <laughs> Fuck off. She's a grown woman. She has, she's been successful in her career. She's I'm a radiologist. That's, yeah. that's, that's the x-ray people, right? Yeah. You're fucking up your whole life. <laughs> yeah. Take your $260,000 salary and <sighs> fuck off and like just buy a husband. <laughs> So, yeah, she's been arrested. Um, She had all her mobile phones, laptops, tablets seized as evidence. Um, She's actually pleaded guilty for the four counts of harassment-related offences. However, she had six other offences that I didn't write down, I wish I did now, that were dropped because she pled guilty. So Right. She's, you know. But, I mean, like, you're always better off pleading guilty, unless you're innocent, obviously. Unless you're innocent, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so she's going to be sentenced in February. And is facing potential jail time for her okay. harassment. We might have to follow that one up and find out what happens. Yeah. Maybe um, there's a whole article just as an aside. Just as an like aside, yeah. Where are they now, especially? <laughs> Did but, a croc I mean, ever eat a croc? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I hope that she does see... Like, I mean, it's extreme. I, I can't imagine it'll be a long jail sentence. It wouldn't be, but I think, but, like, enough to scare her. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because that's extreme. Yeah, that's fucked up, lady. I mean, like I said, I, I had... 
Oh, I'm going to say stalker in air quotes because I'm not sure how serious it was. But, I mean, this guy did follow me around. He did show up to my house a few times. He used to send gifts to work and, like, weird stuff like that. But that's a whole other... The worst I ever had was some random person on RuneScape. <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest shit. Like, I would have been, like, 13, 12 at the time, probably. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, I just played RuneScape because every fucking 13, 12-year-old played RuneScape back then. It was, like, 2005, 2006. And, like... It was minding my own business, playing with, like, I knew this person, and then I knew, like, I, I knew a lot of people at RuneScape that I made friends with on RuneScape. I can't remember anyone's fucking names now. This one day I was, like, playing with someone else I knew, and they're like, oh, do you know so-and-so? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know them. And they're like, yeah, they never shut up about you. They talk about you all the time. And I'm like, Ooh. oh, okay. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, man, I think, like, they're in love with you or some shit. I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like... 12 i don't I'm just, i don't like not into girls or anything like that stage i'm just like oh okay weird i was like it's like the most fucking like weird bullshit cheesy uh, teen or anime movie plot i've ever fucking heard it was, it was like oh by the way i'm a chick as well and i'm like oh okay <laughs> i just went on from there it so was, you were a stud on runescape apparently i was hot shit on runescape <laughs> people wanted to be with me oh my god <laughs> Yeah, all my stories are from online oh, dating. Close, I've had to a stalker. Yeah, well, right. follow well, that up in February to well, find out what happens to a... Uh... My next story, well, my last story as well, it's yeah. um, it's a lot tamer than that, miss. Okay. God, I have it listed as pie story. What? Pie story. <laughs> pie story, okay. Yeah. Uh, written by Shane Hope Nine News from New Zealand. Well, I don't know, maybe she just got the story. It's a story from New Zealand. New Zealand man, fine for driving to get a pie. Warrior man, Eli Smiles, Smiles? 38, wanted to get a warm pie on a cold night. Sentence for driving while suspended. Just because he wanted a pie. He wanted a pie. Eli, what have you done? Uh, it was actually his sixth conviction for driving <laughs> while suspended. Okay, so he wants pies a lot. I don't think he's always going for pies. <laughs> I'm, but, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, and his lawyer, quote, said it was a stupid decision. Shit, really? <laughs> I mean, you know, I get it. Sometimes you really want something. Do they not have Uber Eats in New Zealand? Uh, Surely they do. I think it's expensive, but he was getting the pie from his local dairy. Dairy? Yeah, dairy. What the fuck is a dairy? Uh, How, why would you get a pie from a dairy? Because that's what you get at a dairy. You get all kinds of shit at a dairy. Hey, no, wait, what the fuck is a dairy? It's basically a, what we call a corner store in New Zealand. So okay, that makes more sense I think kind of like the IGA down the road here. Yeah. That small, like, little shop. It's kind of more like that. They're usually properly right. owned. Not as much variety as those, mainly. Like, but so like, it's kind of like a convenience store, like a privately owned... Like it's like a news agency, and it's like a little mini supermarket, and they might do fresh okay. ice cream as well. It's a very Kiwi thing. It's You don't really have a proper thing in Australia that can really be compared so to a dairy. So there's no equivalent. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. Right, okay. A dairy is a dairy. And <laughs> well, I don't know what the fuck a dairy what that is. is. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't know what that is. I've never been to New Zealand. <sighs> a Wahiroa man <laughs> who just wanted to get a warm pie. Uh, it was two metres, 200 metres. Could have fucking walked. Could've, it was cold. Uh, it was cold. My God. <laughs> the middle of the, well, not even the middle of the North Island. But yeah, so as I said, his lawyer's like, that was a stupid decision. Quote, he's a solo father of four children and works in Tauranga, which is about a... F now, this is a huge commute in New Zealand. Tauranga to Wahiroa is a 46-minute drive. Whoa. That's, no, that's huge. Like, he actually is technically FIFO because he'll drive, when he's working, he stays in Tauranga. For four nights, and rather than driving to and from work every day. Are you serious? 46 minutes is a long drive in New Zealand. No one's going to fucking commute that. Are you kidding me? No. Maybe That's not that long. Maybe in Auckland they would. Well, not regional. Okay. 
<laughs> I mean, fuel's also really pricey in New Zealand at the moment, so... Okay, I guess. But it's also like you're a solo father of four children. Who's looking after them for those four days? <laughs> so a little bit of backstory on old... What was his name again? Eli? Eli. Uh, so in 2017, he was actually... He, he got out of prison. Mm-hmm. And he improved his life. So he came out, got some work, and bought a house. Fucking cheapest property in the middle of New South Wales, New Zealand. It must have been. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, yeah, Wairo, it's like a small town in the middle of... Right, okay. Not much. Um, that's why I used to drive to Tauranga to work. So. Right. Yeah, got full care of his children, so he actually got custody after coming out of prison. So, you know, he's trying. He's trying. trying. Let the man get a pie. <laughs> so, yeah, apparently he's been working to get his vehicle roadworthy and to get a full license again. I thought you were going to say, and to get a pie. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, but he keeps running into an issue and failing over license suspensions. Oh, Eli. Uh, so, like, he's really trying to get his life back together, but, but he just like, keeps driving. Yeah. Stop driving, <laughs> Eli. You're so close. Well, on, like, if he keeps going, why don't you go back to jail? That's the problem. Yeah. He, so, um, yeah, it says right here, due to his track record, Sergeant Mark Hetworth said it would be very likely he was reoffend, and if he keeps reoffending, they're going to send him back to jail. Um, oh, gosh. Yes, and he knows, like, he's not meant to be driving, but he keeps doing it, kind of thing. Quote here, he just did a stupid thing on a cold night and drove 200 metres down the road. He couldn't have been out of the house for too long, his children, and got a pie. So he drove down because he couldn't leave his children for two... You're leaving your children for well, I mean, how four days he... a week. Yeah, I was going to say, how old is, are his children? Like... But he, his reason was, I couldn't leave my children alone for too long, so i got to drive the 200 metres to get the pie. You leave them alone for half the week, Eli! <laughs> Uh, which was a ridiculous reason and potentially set back him and his family considerably. Um, his car is now roadworthy and he does have a full license. So he's making progress, but he keeps driving while suspended. Um, thankfully, though, the judge took into consideration the situation and his history of reoffending. Didn't actually sentence him. Basically, the judge has recognized that he's stuck in the system. Right. He has okay. a need to drive. And he's aware he shouldn't be driving, but he does it anyway, kind of things he needs to for his yeah. work and stuff. So the judge, as the sergeant said, you would continue to drive, and I have a father of four facing ultimately a prison sentence for no other reason than a disobedience of a court order, the judge said. Uh, quote, I want to give you a chance to get out of the system. Maybe you can continue your employment with a new road-ready car. Maybe you can continue providing money for your family, and maybe you can stay at your accommodation. All that will come apart again if you lose your license. Yeah. Um, so he's granted no disqualification, and now he's got to go on a six-month driving supervision. Okay. With a special condition to attend all assessments and programs as directed by the probation office. So, so rather than just disqualifying him again... The judge is like trying to, it's like, if you just get your full license, yeah. then you won't be suspended for driving disqualified. Right. So hopefully Eli gets his shit together. Gets his shit together. And he won't have to worry about it when he drives <laughs> down the road to get a pie again. Oh man, all of that over a fucking pie. He's just 200 meters. What are the odds you get pulled over? They, no, what they do is they just camp outside his house. They're like, yeah, he's definitely <laughs> going to drive without a license again. We'll just wait. I mean, it's not a big <laughs> town, so it's probably quite likely the police. Yeah. <laughs> catch him but what, what kind of pie it was I didn't mention must have been I hope it was a good one did he get it? worth it did he get all the way to the pie or did he get arrested before or after he got the pie well I mean even if you got arrested wouldn't you just walk the rest of the way and get the damn pie anyway because you're like oh I've come this far she just walked initially anyway she was, yeah. she was just taking your kids and you all could have had pies Eli <laughs> what is your final story my final story is fucking ridiculous that's oh. what it is it's an, it's an older one so you might have heard it but I just I read it and I'm like I need to need to cover this because what is wrong with people <laughs> Am so, I going to get angry again? Like no, 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 you're okay, not going to get angry. You're just going to like laugh at this guy and say, what the sure fuck is so wrong much. with you? Um, no, this is very much lighthearted. Don't take any of this seriously. 
This is just some guy's own stupidity. It's fine. I got this from news.com.au, but they didn't give a byline. So I'm sorry to the person who wrote this fabulous article to begin with. I hope you get credit somewhere. Um, so they got exposure. <laughs> How's it exposure if no one they knows who you are? They paid $50 to get exposure. So, a Sydney Trains passenger, Shane Brennan, has been fined $700. What do you think he's been fined for? I want to hear, hear your predictions. $700? Yes. He's a passenger on the train? Yes. He pissed in the corner. He, he wanked. You're getting closer! <laughs> he was fined after receiving oral sex from a stranger. <laughs> so he got fined, but the stranger didn't? No. Alright, so let it be known. You can give head on Sydney trains, but, but you, you can't, can't receive it. it. I, I didn't put it in my notes, but it was an article that I think that she was already known to police and had some other stuff going on. So I think that's the How reason. How this happen? Did she just approach him and be like, oh, mate, you want a gobby? And he's like, you're Literally, right. yes. Did he have to pay? No. no. So he's defended his actions by asking the question, what man would have knocked it back? What does she look like and how many teeth does she have? He describes the woman as having a mad body. What's the face like, though? That's the part know. touching you. I don't know. And you don't know where she's been. <laughs> and he accepted her after after she told him, I'm horny, will you fuck me? <laughs> on the train? Like, get off the train and do it. So I think what happened was he was on the platform getting onto the train Oh, when she approached him. So, oh, yeah, but I gotta go. I'm on my way home. Can you come for the yeah, ride? Yeah, I think it's a bit like that. Like, oh, but I've, I've got to get home. Come for the ride and we'll have a ride. You want to get on the train? <laughs> yeah. So Shane, he's a dad of three. I'm sorry, Shane's children. She's still married, but I assume not. I, it doesn't actually mention that, but it doesn't mention that he's single either, so... <laughs> How old is this gentleman? Um, it didn't say his age, but I, I do have a photo of him. Okay. Do you want to see it? Yes. Because <laughs> he looks exactly like the kind of guy who you ex- think would accept yeah. this offer. Okay. Yeah, righto. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's a dad of three. He's from Wollongong. And he said that after the woman started masturbating next to him, he let her perform oral sex on him. Let her. So did she approach, so she just sat down next to him and started masturbating and gone, what a fuck? Yeah. And he's just like. I mean, you can, you can, you can give me a blowjob instead. Zipped and flipped. Well, I mean. So. He didn't have a condom. No. This is all, you know, it's free for all. What's his name? James? Shane. 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 Herpes can still be on the mouth, and it will transfer to your newt sack. Yep. <laughs> How'd you get the herpes? Oh, I got a gobby from a rando on the train one day. <laughs> Cost me 700 bucks, but not that one to the taxpayer. So I guess if you aren't aware, Sydney trains all have a lot of cameras on them. <laughs> so the staff were waiting for him at the end of the train line at Wollongong. God. I mean, I used to watch security cameras in Dubbo, and people would just go to these buildings and fuck all the time. The thing is, are you talking about, like, abandoned buildings? Yeah. Not abandoned, waiting to be rented kind of buildings. Okay. But I guess my point is no one was going to really walk in on them. No. This is well, a very public place. Other, yeah, this is the middle of a train. This is a train. Anyone could have walked onto that carriage at any point. A child. Someone could have brought their family down there unknowingly and seen that. How many days was it? Oh, I did say... I think it was, like, the middle of the day. <laughs> wasn't, like, late at night or anything like that. Fucking hell. Um, I mean, maybe it's just normal on the train to Goulburn. Not Goulburn, Wollongong. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it's normal, normal on any train. Um, so I've got, I've got a couple of, a couple of really good quotes from him because mm-hmm. this guy seriously was it at least good. Was it worth it, Shane? <laughs> he, he doesn't. He doesn't say anything about the quality of the blowjob. So <laughs> how can how can you be so lucky and unlucky in one day? <laughs> You'd think the train guy would have said, "Good on you, mate." <laughs> <laughs> She was the one masturbating. If she didn't offer me nothing, I wouldn't have fucking done it. 
He would just sat there with a random woman masturbating next to you. <laughs> well, no, he's saying that because she masturbated, it's her fault. But she off- then offered him something. Yeah. Yeah. So it's her fault. It's her all her fault. I mean, not. I don't he see why. She, no. I don't get why she also wasn't fined. Um. Yeah. He did sort of mention that that he didn't understand why, but in the article it did say that she was known to police. So still fine her. But I mean, I think that what might have happened is she may have had other things going on that she was probably going to get done for, so they didn't bother. Do you know what I mean? Or she's a serial offender. What's her bill at? So, like, how many times? I mean, how many other she... people is she? Yeah. So that's kind of the impression that I got from the article. But he he did actually talk about that, and he was like, it was really unfair that she didn't get fined. Yeah. I agree. Um, I Yeah, I have a feeling that she had some whole other thing going on with the police. She didn't get an interview on I mean, how, but how dare you blame her? She he could have just said no. <laughs> Like, he had what you say about her body again? It was a mad body. She had a mad body. You still don't fucking know this woman. You don't know anything about her. Why would you do this? <laughs> I don't understand. Some guys, I don't get it. But I was like, I'm always like, those people don't really exist. And no, like, they do. And then I'm like, wow, I, am I an abnormal dude? Because I'm not into this shit. No, I, no do it. I think you're normal. They're abnormal. <laughs> it makes me wonder, like, how many. I'm pretty sure there is, like, a social experiment with this where it was, like, um, you know, a dude went up to 100 women and asked them if they wanted sex. And mm. then the opposite. And more dudes said no than you thought they would. Like, a lot of them said no to the woman. But then I'm like, obviously you just got to ask the right one and he'll say yes. So he, uh, he, he, he did plead guilty to offensive behaviour. It was consensual, whatever. You can't do it in public. You can't do it somewhere where a child might run in. No, I agree with that. They should have waited. I mean, I mean, I think that's that's the real issue that's here. It, it's then. not that he said. I mean, the fact that he said yes is weird. And but like, why whatever. But, but the fact that it was in public. The fact that it's in public is what makes it so bad. <laughs> on a train, where anyone can get on. <laughs> so yeah, he did. He pleaded guilty to offensive behaviour and is on a good behaviour bond now. <laughs> no more gobbies on the train, Shane. <laughs> no more gobbies on the way to the goal. You know, raise your standards just one step up. That's it. The gobby gong line now. Oh god. <laughs> So glad I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if they have that. If that's really outside of Australia, we're getting a blowjob. It's called like a gob. Oh, a gobby. I don't know. Yeah. Actually. So anyone confused, like, what the hell's a gobby? Slang for getting a blowjob. Yeah. Because you're putting it in the gob. Just slang for mouth. Yeah. <laughs> As you say, I don't know how um, if any of these are Australianisms. Yeah, it's hard it, sometimes. It sounds really Australian to me. It does, but I'm like. I don't know. I feel like that could be a Brit saying. But I also be like, yeah, my dad also used to, used to say stuff whenever we get like a meal out. Like, put that in your gob. So. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if Australian- you know the origin of gobby. <laughs> <laughs> Australianisms are hard for us, or well, for me in particular anyway, because I've lived in Australia my entire life and am used to hearing Australianisms, so they're not weird to me, so I don't know that other people don't, don't hear them. Some of them were weird to me, like that time Kevin Rudd got on TV and like every second sentence out of his mouth was, fair shake of the sauce bottle. Have you never heard that? Not until that happened. Oh no. my lord, okay. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And he used it so constantly, I'm like, Kevin, stop, you clearly don't normally speak like this. <laughs> Throw out one, okay, but like, they're like, question, fair shake of the sauce bottle, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Another question. Second question. Fish out of the sauce bottle. <laughs> Kevin, this is why Julia Gillard got you kicked out. No, I once said to someone who was uh, from the UK that asked what I was up to. And I said, oh, I'm just, I'm bludging at work. Did not know that mm. bludge is an Australianism. Because he's like, you're hitting people? And I'm like, no, I'm just not doing much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, this fucking beat up my car. <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, it does kind of sound like bludgeon, so it yeah. makes sense. But bludge, if, you, if you're having a bludge, you're just not doing much. Yeah. Being a bit lazy. It's, yeah, it's, so it's, sometimes it's hard for me to tell 
what are Australianisms and what aren't. So I don't know when to explain things and when not to. If there's anything you don't understand, please just tweet at us and we'll try our... <laughs> we'll, we'll try our hardest to we'll define it. We'll try our hardest to give you a fair shake of the sauce bottle and... Stop it. <laughs> such a dumb saying. It is a dumb saying, but I totally Fucking get hell. it. Oh, don't even shake them anymore. They're easy squeeze. Okay. But they won't always, all right? Calm down. Gotta hit that number 79 in the Heinz bottle or whatever it is to get the sauce to come out. Oh my god. On the glass bottle. Like, I can't believe no one knows that's where to hit it. Well, I might need to make it more obvious. I'm just put some random number there. No one's just, oh, there's a number on the bottle. I'm going to hit it there to make the source come out. <laughs> Fucking life hack videos. <laughs> that's what they would have been like on YouTube, however long ago that would have been. They're still like that on YouTube. They're like designs in products that you're not aware about, and that's the one that was bringing up the source bottle. Or like... Or how to eat a Toblerone. <laughs> yeah. Or, um... They're like, people think the hole in the top of the pen lid is to stop the pen drying out. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Because it would dry out because there's a hole? Yeah. They're like, it's to stop you dying if you swallow it. And they're like, mm. Seriously? That is the reason, yeah. So if you swallow it, this tent, there's still a hole for you to breathe through. But I don't know how effective it would be because it's very small. And like, the mucus yeah. and shit in your body would probably like clog it up anyway. But I mean, I'd still rather the hole's there. Who the fuck is swallowing pens? Children. Okay, People. fair. And then at least the company can say, well, we tried, but also don't swallow the pen. (laughs) I mean, I I have to assume that it's common sense to not swallow a pen. But the dumb accidents happen. Like all those people who fall onto wine bottles and go to hospital. Tragic. That one I tweeted about the other day where a guy was using a glass bottle to scratch his bum that just somehow ended up in there. It's always my first go-to as well. (laughs) I got an itch to scratch glass bottles. (laughs) Nothing scratches like a glass bottle. Okay, I think we should wrap it up here now. We're just talking shit. I do have to go let someone into a house soon. (laughs) If you'd like to submit stories that you'd like us to cover on the podcast or give us some feedback, whatever, we'd love to hear it. Uh, We haven't really received any yet. No. We're getting... But, I mean, in saying that, we have no shortage, but I'm still curious because I think... What's working? What's not working? Yeah, that. And also, I'm sure there's, like, a billion weird regional stories that we never hear about because no one... Like, no major publication... Yeah, and then like, like one of the stories I had this week, it was like the third listed story in a section for Northern Territory News, and it happened six months ago. So like, there's yeah. just stuff that doesn't get to us, and it's hard to get yeah. to. And as it goes, as time passes, like they just seem to remove access to it. It's mm. weird. And yeah, uh, so. you can email us at fmedeadpodcast at gmail dot com. That's f m e dead podcast gmail dot com. Or <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at fuckmedeadpod. Uh, keep up to date. We release episodes. We release links to the stories, yep. images, clips related to anything we talked about. We even share weird stories from other countries we hear about. What like that glass show? bottle I just said that he was using to scratch his bum that just ended up right. in the We did share that on Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, that information will be in the show notes in case you just, you know, yeah. want to hit it. You don't have a pen on you right now because you've just swallowed the lid. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we also have a website, which is we just uh, fuckmedeadpodcast.com that has all the links and all of the different ways that you can listen. Yeah. And you can subscribe, tell your friends, let your buddies know, get your yeah. coworkers, tell your mum, tell your dad, <laughs> let your cat have a listen. Yeah, why not? Follow us on everything. We're on everything except like Facebook. We're only on Twitter. Yeah, we're only on Twitter. Well, I mean like <laughs> all the podcast subscription things. Oh, yeah. So you should definitely uh, subscribe you... to us if you feel so inclined on whatever podcast app you well, use. I don't like Spotify. Well, hey, we're on the we're other on ones We're on the other too. ones. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. Even ones I've never heard of before, before we started doing this. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, Apple Podcasts is the only one that does a review system. So if you feel so inclined to leave us a review, that'd be great. Or just um, tweet at us. Yeah. All that. I'm cool with that as well. 
It's just that I don't like the way the Apple podcast works. So basically it only works on new listens and reviews, mm. which is just a really silly way, I think, to... Your return viewers mean nothing. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's very strange. So yes, leave us a review if you feel so inclined. Um, that'll help us out. And then next week, make a new account. And <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> is that it? I think that's it. Okay. Bye. Yeet, yeet.